Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux, and I'm your host. And joining me, as always, he's showing up at the polls in Iowa. It's Griffin Davis. Oh, man. Yeah. Taking off work, packing up the Nintendo Switch, flying to Iowa. Going door to door. Pretending. I mean, do you think I could... I mean, caucuses, they're just they're just big groups of people in, like, gyms. Think we could just stand in, in one of them and just disguise ourselves as Iowans? Well, yeah, if we just bring, like, big old bags of corn. Yeah, and we just we start the Ace Watkins caucus. Yeah, first, uh, ever gamer, first ever gamer president. Do you know about the gamer president? We'll introduce you. I but. did hear about it on the last podcast you guys did with Gina. Oh, okay, so yeah. we talk about this a lot. So you guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this comes up sometimes, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, well, that voice that you're hearing, let's let's get right to it. Uh, is um, we're very excited about this guest. Um, we, we found this guest online, um, internet. Uh, you know, in the in the wilds of the internet, um, because we sent out a call about a certain game, uh, and they got the they got the internet tag. But welcome to the podcast, uh, fringe comedian, uh, member of the Bagency. Uh, and and uh, Andrew Yang supporter Yang bon- Gang <laughs> Yang Gang member <laughs> affiliate um, Bonnie Heat welcome Hi hey. thanks for having me Yeah coming, I'm so happy man. to have thanks you for being on the show Oh it's not even it's your dog that's making noise Yep no that's Zoro Cute <laughs> I'm getting upstaged by a dog already Super cute Not even five minutes in <laughs> He's actually huge <laughs> Yang Gang so that's why he's nice. getting all worked yeah. up out there He just he heard it and he had to represent for his beliefs. <laughs> Respect. So let's just start this off the same way we start off every podcast, which is, Bonnie, what games are you playing these days? Uh, I'm a super nerd, and I just play, like, puzzle games on my mobile. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell, uh, much respect to the puzzle game lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm so hardcore. I play, like, this uh, color version of, like, Picross. I can't remember the Whoa, name of the game. I was like, just fucking with Color Picross yeah. yesterday. That game is with what? With, I was just playing the colored P cross game yesterday. Now, does this game have a title? P- or it's P cross color? Are you guys just having? Are you? Is I there no title? Playing, you're forced I to make one. I think up? there's. We're talking about two different games. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's like the P cross huh? one where you have like the, you have to like set up like you like change the colors of the squares to make a picture. Uh yes, it's with cats, right? Uh yeah. Well, the one on the Switch is multiple types of images, but sometimes cats. Hmm. This one's just cats. It's That's... just like I call it the cat Picross game. I could literally like probably just look at it on my phone and that tell you what good. it is. I should probably just do that. It's the it's the Jellicle. Yeah, uh, it's the Jellicle. Yeah, the Jellicle app. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super. Like I play it all the time. I have no idea. Oh, it's called Hungry Cat Picross mm-hmm. yeah. by Tuesday Quest. Oh, it looks good. That's the difference. It's good. I play regular oh, Hungry Cat Pit yeah. Picross. Yeah. yeah. Now, what is a Picross for a non-puzzler so, like myself? The OG version is just there's a grid, and on each side, on each line of the grid, it tells you like how many boxes on that grid are filled, and then like what number of rows they are. Mm-hmm. So like it could be like one, three, two, and you have to have like one section that's one row, a section that's three dots, and a section that's two dots, and they can't touch each other in mm-hmm. a single row. It's kind of like Sudoku. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Sudoku similar. adjacent for sure. Yeah. It's for people who ran out of math homework. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's speaking of math. No, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of math. And, and oh, we'll get to math <laughs> and the hats that have math. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but they've since sort of come up with like newer versions of it. Like it used to be a ten by ten grid. They've created versions that have like a 
10 by 15, 15 by 15. Now there's newer versions where you like, mm-hmm. you have different colors. So you have to like figure yeah. out like color coordinating stuff. Sure. Um, and it rules. It's one of the best puzzle series that there is. I didn't know there was an all cat version. I might pick that up tomorrow on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. And then like you can like there's little like um, hidden coin squares that pop up. And so if you guess the right color at the moment that it pops up, if you, it gives you coins and you can use those coins to buy like different cats. <laughs> Whoa. And different like outfits for the cat. Very this nice. is this is my jam. No, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> Those games rule. I was yeah, I was just fucking with the color one yesterday. It's really good. Well, well Lux, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I was goofing around with color P cross yesterday, but mainly um I've been playing a bunch of going back to Heroes and Might Magic Three a little bit, just because I've been stressed out and that game is a good de stressor. Um but a similarly good distressor was I also booted up Diablo three on the Switch. Sure. Um, and I've just been like slaughtering, like, like that game is too easy is the problem with it. Yeah. Like it's never really challenging, but when I'm in a bad mood, I'm just like, everything has to die. It's like <laughs> very relaxing to just be like, I have a big sword <laughs> and there's a hundred goat men and I know none of them are going to get anywhere close to damaging me at all. Um, For sure. And I'm just going to massacre them. I want to get, hey, start, sometimes I replay, you get a massacre. Yeah. I want to, when I have a little more time, play the Witcher games again. That's sort of on the docket. Now that yeah, I've, that's been blowing up lately. I think they had like oh, like a hunt, like like about like forty thousand people streaming it on Twitch because yeah. of the TV show. They had a hundred thousand simultaneous players on Steam this wow. week. Yeah, the TV show has been blowing up for them, and we might get a little bit into that in a, in a new segment later. Oh yeah, um, I like that show. As for me, I have been just finishing and completing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Ooh. and wow, gang, uh, are you are you a Star Wars fan? Um, I literally saw the the whole original first trilogy mm-hmm. maybe like a few years ago yeah. in preparation for the Last Jedi. Yeah. So I definitely like. It might be controversial, but like my favorite episode is four, mm-hmm. then Rogue One, and I know that's not a popular opinion, but mm-hmm. I really like Rogue One. No, no, that makes sense. That sounds one's like a strong. rational, moderate take on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just talking about why Rogue One is so much better than most Star Wars movies today in a car while I was fixing all my fucking problems. I accidentally saw Rogue One at one of those 4DX theaters that Whoa. like moves and, and like spits water in your face. How was that? Terrible. Okay, it sounds terrible definitely took away from the film like the first scene where she's a little girl and she's like running away from like the troopers in the field just like a little girl's footsteps was like, <laughs> like jesus like that seems like too uh, much i had to go sit on the stairs <laughs> eventually yeah you needed a time out <laughs> uh, anyways yeah rogue yeah. one i would like to see um, cats so- in 4dx what I'm trying to say is, uh, is that you know I think it's a popular news story that the Star Wars saga, the new ones have been kind of a mess. This game, very solid, very solid story, had a nice ending. Characters made hard choices. I was like, huh. The video game for the first time, I think, did it better than the movie. Yeah. What? Friend, friend of the podcast, Rory Blank, after he went to Six Flags on Monday. Uh, demanded that I sit in, on his couch and watch 15 minutes of gameplay of Jedi Fallen Order because I told him I wasn't interested, which is like a guarantee he'll be annoying about it. Um, yeah. And so I watched minutes, and it looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed. It like combined like a lot of like Super Mario 64 stuff and a lot of Dark Souls stuff and a lot of like 
all sorts of like game design techniques that I'm it's really a smoothie it's, it's a smoothie it has no original ideas it just takes all the best ideas and like blends them together for like a 20 to 5 hour thing yeah it looks awesome the one fun. thing I didn't get is all the ponchos yeah oh no uh, that stuff sucks uh, all the ponchos look bad and that's <laughs> they something look, like your like, base costume looks pretty <laughs> cool and then there's just like yeah. all these unlockable ponchos that all oh, yeah. look like shit which I, is such I kept, a funny I kept choice. the base costume the entire time yeah it's why, very why would you not yeah why would you do that um but yeah that's what we've been playing this week uh but uh before we get into uh, toxic or toxic bonnie i want to talk to you more about yang game <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, you know it's 2020 game boys is getting a little political we're interested in, in all sorts of political ideas and oh, how uh, gaming yeah. gets involved in them mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know you're on beca- we don't really know each other we're on because of Yang we're like this is how this episode happened he's connecting people of all walks of life yeah. already he's connecting all sorts of uh, e- you know internet users mm-hmm. um, uh, but <laughs> internet where, where did, uh, where did when did you become an- <laughs> <laughs> I'm surfing we, the web we met and- on the interwebs <laughs> it's a series of two the magic yeah. of the world wide web ladies Right now we're on an e-barrel. Right now, all three of us—it's a party wave. Um, uh, but where did your uh, Yang gang? When did you get inducted into the gang? When did it? Um, when did I it happen first you? heard about him in April. A friend of mine sent over a clip, and he's like, "Oh, have you heard about? There's an Asian guy running." And I was like, "No." Um, and it wasn't even the Joe Rogan podcast, which yeah. is the one that most people I feel get inducted mm-hmm. into. The Yang Gang with um, that was, was sort of a major inciting incident. It was. It was a really good podcast, though. Yeah. Um, I think the one I saw was him and Georgetown University or something. Uh-huh. But he had, you know, he always does well in long form. And he yeah. had really interesting things to say, and so it's just like one of those things where um, once you get, once you hear him speak for the first time, you're like, I gotta get more. Yeah. I need to like know the rest of his mind. Um, and that only happens on alternative media. You I agree. You don't totally. get to hear him speak no, at all but, at the debates or anything. Or even, like, I mean, even The View who has him on, sure. like, and they've been very generous with mm-hmm. him, like, you because it's still broadcast. You get, like, only, like, snippets yeah. and, like, sound bites. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, with a long form, you can, you know, I think that Joe Rogan podcast was, like, what, two hours or something? You really right. get to know someone very well. Yeah. And he's been very good at using alternative media mm-hmm. to get his message out. Um, and then I actually wanted to, like, I was just so inspired and I never had been before. And also I think, like, to be fair, I've been doing, like, comedy for quite some time. I was looking for something, like, just a little bit different and to get like, a little bit out of the box. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, volunteer early on. But at the time, I think there wasn't, like, a lot of stuff set up in uh, California and and Los Angeles. Like a major L.A. presence. Like a major L.A. Mm -hmm. presence. I I mean, there was one, but I just, I couldn't find it. I couldn't get connected to it. Yeah. And then I tried again, like, months later. Mm -hmm. And then I connected to somebody. And then I've been, like, super grassroots and, like, hardcore ganging since, like, August or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And And I just recently through a fundraiser for him. Like, I've never been involved in politics before, but I think he brings that out in people. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do I know how to do? I know how to produce a comedy show. Right. Uh, So I did. Uh, I produced a comedy show at three clubs. um, And I brought in, like, over $4,500 when it's all said and done. That's pretty so good. So felt oh, yeah. pretty good about that. Yeah. That's, that's, like, really awesome. Yeah, going back to, like, what you said, like, when you, like, first hear him talk, like... I'll, I'll say a preface that, like, I think me and Lux 
are both supporting Bernie, but I really like Andrew. It's a lot of crossover. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. And I really like Yang and, like, his, like, campaign. Because, like, he's very, like, authentic. Like, For he, sure. like, if you, even if you, like, agree or disagree with his policies, like, he doesn't, like, flip-flop. He's, like, just been, like, on his, like, UBI thing since, like, day one. And he's, like, unapologetic about it. Like, it's, like, UBI wasn't even that popular of an issue and he like, I never you, even knew yeah. and I think most Americans have never even like even heard of And that's of like the a death idea. sentence to like not run on like an established idea but like he just hasn't apologized for it and just keeps doing it and like that authenticity I think is like what people respond to and like because people and, can like smell and really the respect you know because i i keep going back to this comic i've seen like years ago and i can never remember what it was i think it was like one of those dinosaur comics but it was like this funny back and forth it's like oh why do people like politicians oh because uh they'll lie but don't people hate liars yeah but they expect no no one likes liars so why do we like politicians because they lie and it's like right this back and forth and Andrew Yang is just so authentic that's like refreshing. And when you think about it, you're like, wait, why is that refreshing? Shouldn't all of our politicians <laughs> be honest? Yeah, right. Um, and that's why it, I had like a brief Yang Gang period for like, like to the to the full transparency is like I've worked for the Sanders campaign on and off since like 2015. Oh, um, nice. It's good to be politically active. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's exhausting. And I hate my whole <laughs> um, Sometimes you get I've, red I've like wedding. volunteered or done education <laughs> stuff for them for a while. But. Um, the I had prepared. I was like, "Oh, Andrew Yang seems sweet." Um, before I like went back to being a Bernie guy, but like for a second, I was like, "Cause because of these two things, like one was that he like was very staunch on sort of the thousand dollars a month UBI thing, and two mm-hmm. is that like he's not running a campaign based on like catering to anyone in particular. He just like has a set of ideas he thinks are good, and is like enough people will agree with these ideas." And puts them out there, like, very consistently. And I find that to be, like, a pretty admirable trait in a politician. Like, I generally disagree with a lot of his stuff, but it's, like, the fact that he cares so much about it and presents it in such, like, a honest way is very, like, refreshing. And compared he's, to, like, I mean, like, most other I'm, politics people. For sure. And I'm, def- and I'm definitely voting for him. But, I mean, he's even said himself, like, it's not about him becoming president. Like, he literally just wants to solve problems that, uh, and he wants to make life better for all Americans. And that's such a respectful platform like you get the sense like he actually like really cares Mm -hmm. um and he doesn't care about what makes him sound politically savvy he's like no morally this is what's right and this is what i'm gonna fight for right so that's you know i think that's why so many people are drawn to him totally that's what resonated with me with him a lot especially the thing you said about it's not about him becoming president it's like about the movement surrounding the ideas like, that's always been the reason I support Bernie in the first place. And to hear any other candidate talk about things that way, it was so refreshing. Because you can tell with most other, with, like, your Bidens and Buttigieg or whatever, their goal is, like, I want to be the fancy be I want to be the fancy boy who mm-hmm. becomes president. And that's, mm-hmm. like, the end goal. And that sucks. It, but then the candidates who support represent movements, like your Bernies and Yangs, have a much more, like, it's a much more invigorating take on politics. Because I know that's, like, them winning doesn't isn't about them getting a cool trophy. It's about, like, pushing the country and society in, like, a direction they think is better. Which I think and is the fact cool the fact that his m- message is resonating, yeah. mm-hmm. the fact that like 
Yeah, he's still in this. He's still in this. And people like me who've, like, you know, I've always, like, voted when I'm supposed to vote, but I've never mm-hmm. been, like, engaged beyond that. Oh, like, yeah, no, for me this, to be... The last four years, our brains have, <laughs> have like, expanded but melted. Yes. And, and, yeah, we're all extremely online. Yeah, we're <laughs> extremely online. And, like, think, I think we are a little bit more politically engaged. But I think mm-hmm. with Yang in particular, I know that he, so many of the, of the, all, uh, of the other volunteers mm-hmm. that I, you know, like, interact with are all like yeah I've never volunteered for a political campaign before yeah. so it's it's great because he really inspires people mm-hmm. to be their best right um, and the thing that has been really resonating with me especially in like the most recent months is like he's survived like he's made it farther than like senators mm-hmm. and governors and and he's running this campaign that's like based on the internet and he's kind of like He's showing people, like, a new way to kind of do politics in the same way that Bernie is. But, like, Bernie, like, still comes from, like, an entire career in politics. Whereas, like, Andrew doesn't. But, like, with none of, like, the levers or, like, political power that, like, Bernie started out with. And he's he's, come so far with none of that. Yeah, I mean. And with, with, like, like, and I'm definitely not a conspiracy theorist. But, like, seriously, there's been, like, such a media bias against him. It's, like, infuriating. I literally just posted on my Facebook lately, like, the latest... Uh, they replace images. They like, like it's like <laughs> on purpose, right? On pur- like at this it point, at this point, I think the graphics department has to be trolling because, yeah. Yeah. like, he they re- the last C uh, NBC thing they put out about like the fundraising numbers, they totally picked a different guy named Jeff Yang, who's like yeah. another like tech guy, and it's yeah. like okay. Besides the fact that this happens to like Asians in the media a lot right. already, like if this was like months back it's like ugh, whatever this is just like another case when there's of like, like maybe like 20 same. candidates or something but like, like that. this literally like literally five. just happened he's top four you cannot top five. google andrew yeah. yang yeah. without pulling up andrew yang like yeah. you would have to dig really hard to find jeff yang yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty wild especially like, <laughs> yeah. like said, there's like so many one of the reasons i'm so sympathetic to all the yang stuff is there's so many parallels between that and the bernie campaign and like the cnbc cnbc fucking up their reporting about these two dudes is insane yeah because they had it there is. was and the, it, there it was shows the, the media bias and it, it kind of wakes people up to it because it's so blatant and so obvious now that like yeah both campaigns are exposing that those these like blackouts and like the way that media wants to uh, obscure things and I see a lot more now because like I said I wasn't super politically engaged last cycle right. you know and like full disclosure I was like I voted in the primary for Hillary and I voted you know like for Hillary in the general mm-hmm. so I didn't hear I, I wasn't like particularly like noticed about all the other stuff about Bernie but mm-hmm. now that like I'm supporting gang. I'm like, oh, like this that is, happened this, back then. This too. happened back then. This yeah. is what all the people were saying. Uh-huh. So for sure, it's like definitely like opened my eyes yeah. to be like, what is happening? Yeah, well, there's a, like, there was of, a couple wild yeah. ones recently. Like there was, I know the Bernie one that happened that was really wild was CNBC put out a headline that was like, uh, Sanders loses third place in Iowa to Buttigieg, and it was because <laughs> Sanders moved to first and Buttigieg moved to third. <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. headline. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Someone on Twitter I saw, was like, I saw, one recently <laughs> with, I saw one recently with Yang in New Mexico because there was a New Mexico poll that came out right. this week that has him ahead of Warren. Uh, what? Yeah. Or I think it has Yang. Yeah, it of has, course it doesn't count, though. It never counts it, when he does well. Has, yeah. But no, that was the thing yeah. is it was like New, Mex- it was like New Mexico poll has like, uh, like, like, uh, what was it? It was like Warren dropping, Sanders, Biden competing for the top spot. And it was like Sanders is in first, Biden's in second, like Yang was in third. And it was like, you can you're allowed to say that in the headline like 
It's crazy. Yeah. It, uh, I the way that centrist media shit yeah. reports this stuff drives me fucking bonkers. I think there is a media bias, and the fact is that he's also an Asian American man. Like, there's like an extra like sting to it, mm. especially for like Asian Americans mm-hmm. who are so used to being like erased. Yeah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. come on, we literally just had this whole thing recently about like whitewashed out. You yeah, know, like right. how are you guys like so blatant about yeah. your discrimination? And and I think the part like, the, the nastiest Jeff, the Jeff part Yang thing was that was particularly a crazy element. That was really that was really the yeah, yeah, element of the Jeff Yang thing where it just felt like yeah they just grabbed like <laughs> generic like central casting yeah. Asian guy and they were like Andrew Yang and it, that was fucking wild. Uh, I, that was. Yeah. I hate the news. The, um, hate the, the news those so errors are bad, but the thing I think, or like the, the the one narrative that makes me the most upset is is when people are like, I can't believe there's no uh, POC candidates on stage. Like that's what's revealed to me. Listen, sorry to woke virtue signal. On no, that one, no, but this is no. That blows my it's mind. Been actually, like. And, really like, enlightening. Have you, Andrew really Yang and mm-hmm. Tulsi Gabbard, who yeah. is who uh, also Samoan. they had the wrong picture of in that same graphic. Yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't it Kirsten Gillibrand? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's but both of them. Yeah, it's it, you are know on stage. what's funny is I I in a way with all these things happening and it is frustrating to watch it happen, but I feel like on a macro level it's been good because it's been like really highlighting the discriminatory totally. dis- discrimination because yeah. I feel like. Asians are also often like the silent minority and like would get overlooked. So like the thing that makes racism against <clears throat> Asians in America, I think a, like I'm not saying it's like worse or better. Like I'm not trying to play like oppression Olympics or anything, but it's the the type of racism that we encounter is very like sinister because it's very like about erasure based. Mm-hmm. Like you can't protest something yeah. if you're not acknowledged. Yeah, interesting. So and it's really his presidency. I feel like has really highlighted that yeah. for Asian Americans because wow. it's like, oh. So you're ignoring us, but also we're not people of color enough. And it's been wild. Wow. Like on Twitter, like there have been people who are like, Andrew Yang's not like, he's white. And, oh we're, and we're just God. like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. like yeah. but it's been, again, but, but it's it, been very enlightening. But it, but it goes to show that like the media only care about uh, POC candidates if they're the, the candidates they like. Like, yeah. they only care about the Kamala Harris's and, like, the Cory Booker's mm-hmm. because those are, like, moderate centrist candidates that, like, the media could get behind. But, like, if if it's Andrew Yang or Tulsi Gabbard, they're just, like, not even acknowledged. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many different things at play. But, like I said, like, just the fact that he is running for president, it, it's been it's been a very, like enlightening journey no it's been uh, i mean even again even as like a as like a bernie guy it's been really interesting to watch the yang stuff just because it's really displayed yeah. a lot of like fundamental failures in like how reporting works and how people talk about politics and like the sort of inability to like there's just this thing where like the same people have been talking about politics on the news for like the past eight years basically like since 2012 um yeah. and like they only know how to talk about it in terms of like the obama romney election and, like, everything that's happening can only be talked about the same way they talked about that. And which, like, it hasn't applied for, like, six, seven years. Like, basically, like, since I graduated college, that way of thinking about politics has not made any sense. Yeah, Twitch um, hadn't even started yet. Yeah, and so, it, right. Like, but actually, and, like, Twitter had taken <laughs> off the way that it has. And, like, Facebook, yeah. we hadn't figured out all the ways, like, Facebook isn't is not goosing numbers and all this shit. And, mm-hmm. like, the this fundamental inability to talk about candidates like Yang, who started from nowhere and started like a sort of movement that's like catalyzed from a grassroots level and moved its way upward, 
or like the Bernie millions of donations with like small numbers, whatever, the way they can't talk about that kind of shit is just like, it, that's your yeah. whole fucking job. Well, it's all pretty toxic, which leads me back to video games with our segment. Welcome to Toxic or Toxic. Bonnie, um, you've probably never played this game before. Um, I'm going to tell you stories that happened in video game news. Wait, sorry, sorry. Take a break. You've probably never played this game before. <laughs> On the off chance that your friends listen to the podcast Maybe. and they introduced you to this dumb game we play. <laughs> um, but I'm going to tell you segments that happened this week in video game news, and you're going to tell me from the gut if you feel like it's toxic, as in bad, incel, gamer culture, get it off my internet, or if it's do-do-do-do-do, toxic, as in the Britney Spears song, which is a hit, a banger, and a good thing. Got it. Um, all right. New story number one. Someone leaked pictures of the PlayStation 5 with the note, please do not share. What's the PlayStation 5? So it's yeah. the brand new console coming out this year. That oh. There's no Im- It's like leaking a new iPhone, basically. or But like more important because they only come out every like five years. Oh, I don't... I f- you just go either way and just make a hard commitment. Oh, man. This is going to bite me in the ass later. But like I th- like Britney Spears talks because okay. it's always Do-do-do-do-do. cool to like find out like yeah. really exciting things, you yes. know? Uh-huh. It's not like it's like a new... Uh, like a, a leaked nude or anything. Yeah, right. I'm, I agree a thousand percent. I'm with, I, I think that that's the right choice. Like, I also think it's due to due to do because like, I think the note is cute. Yeah, I think, I think the note I think the is the like, note is really cute. I think yeah. the note is like a really adorable like gesture towards giving a shit. And then it's just like, Aww. and then it's just like Sony, like fuck off. Everyone's going to buy the fucking console anyway. Like, at, like, it doesn't fucking matter what it looks like. It could look like a giant dick, and I'd buy it because that's where the fucking console where all my favorite games go. Like, I don't... Yeah. I'd pre-order today if it looked like a giant yeah, dick. I mean, wow. That, they should make one that makes looks like a, a giant dick, but also a giant, like, vagina because you to have sure. to be egalitarian. Yes. Yeah. One that looks like the, the new mm-hmm. Goop poster for Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> all the games come... Maybe, all the oh, game- maybe that's the PlayStation 5. All the Anyways. games come on jade eggs. <laughs> oh my god amazing they disintegrate uh okay oh, uh god. news story number two escape from tarkov developers say adding playable women would be a huge amount of work Ugh! what the fuck <laughs> what if what if you went the other way what if you're like no this is a good story <laughs> oh this is a great story yeah i mean i i mean I could try to spin it like, oh, yes, because women are very complex characters. Yes. So you should take a lot of time to yes. work on them. But mm-hmm. but for obviously for what they're saying, boo. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a toxic. This one's crazy. Um, yeah. This one boggles my mind because yeah. the same people like, – remember, like, remember there was the whole Pokemon Pokedex problem. And the studio was like, it would be a lot of work to create fully moving 3D renders of all these Pokemons. So we're making a smaller mm-hmm. Pokedex. And everyone was yeah. like, fuck you, you could do it. We know you can do it. You've got the money. And then these people are like, it's hard to put women in our game. And everyone and all these gamer dudes are like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no big deal. And you know what's so funny about this fuck story? That. It's like, oh, that makes it's, sense. A really, it's a game that came out two years ago, but okay. all of a sudden got popular over the last couple months. Uh-huh. Um, and they're so they, they released like an early version that only had a dude character. And so they're like, why don't you just add like a version where you could also pick a woman instead of a man? Uh, and a few game developers. Uh, have been like that would only take like two days, like to do. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, like the animations would not take like even weeks. Uh, like, <laughs> like women 3D models are a thing that exists. Yeah. You yeah. could <laughs> easily find a few, 
and create uh, some people, get some voice actors. Like, yeah. yeah. Now, now, some people have, like, always gone the route of, like, oh, it's not historically accurate to the game or whatever. Uh, but th- these guys are going with the excuse that it's just too hard, which is simply not true. Yeah, someone said that about The Witcher, the, like, the women fight scenes in The Witcher. They were like, it's not historically accurate. There are women who are fighting. And it's like, there are, it's not historically accurate. There are dragons. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, moving on. Speaking of The Witcher, uh, The Witcher TV show was Netflix's most watched program in the fourth quarter of 2019 and mm. almost surpassed number one of the year, Stranger Things. Yes. Wow. Whoa. Almost, almost knocked the king. Stranger Kings. Stranger King. Yeah. Wait, are you asking me if this is toxic or toxic? No, I am asking oh. you. I'm asking oh. you. Yeah. It's great. Uh, You're saying do 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 do. Yes. <laughs> Although, you know what's funny is I'm, I think I've been living under a rock recently because mm-hmm. I keep hearing people talk about The Witcher, but I actually have no idea what it is. It's a it's a it's a TV show based on a video game, which was based on books. Well, the TV show is adapted from the Amazing. books. Amazing. Sure, sure, sure. It's just popular. Um, it's a TV show that's based on books. It's a that show are for gamers. A video game. It's a show for gamers. Uh, awesome. It's, oh, okay. It has such cool fight cinematography. Yes. Like, legit it's a very cool, cool show. Like, clearly, like, John Woo influenced fight cinematography that I fuck with so heavily. And Henry Cavill That's amazing. is yeah. not, not uh, bad to look at. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. I did not like he's, him as Superman, but him with a long mane. Hmm. He's very a, nice. He's a big time hunk, and that show knows he's a big time hunk, and they just put him in positions <laughs> to be, like, hot and stand around for, like, extended periods <laughs> of time, and it is. Mwah. But I think that's so cool. Like, how cool is it that, like, gaming has evolved to such this big industry where, like, the storylines are as good as any traditional media mm-hmm. or better yeah. sometimes? Yeah. No, it's really cool. Um, it's really cool that you're yeah. finding – well, because it's, it's created this cool thing where, like, games let you tell stories in different ways. So you get these really cool indie games that tell, like, really beautiful, like, small stories that you would never see in TV or a movie or anything like that. Um, And then you also get, like, these big, huge fantasy epics that you can, like, relate to way more because you're, like, you're the guy. Like, I totally agree. I think it's made, it's opened up a lot of storytelling doors and a lot of ideas that wouldn't otherwise be possible, which is Mm -hmm. exciting as hell. That's super, I'm like old school and like the last like I first of all if I'm a puzzle person so obviously I play just RPGs because real time fighting like makes me sweat. Sure. Uh, but it. like Chrono Tr- Chrono Trigger was like my jam. Nice. Like that's the best. Yeah. Uh, such a great story. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. Trigger. Chrono Trigger is a top ten all time game for me for sure. That game is yeah. Uh, like that. That whole like I don't know. I also play primarily turn based RPG games because I just like Uh-oh. like characters and stories and like you just you said the magic words. Lux is going down a ten minute hole. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't, we don't have RPGs. to do this, but it's like it's true though that like they do create <laughs> like it's a different way of like learning and hearing about a story and like the way they mm-hmm. tell like. Final Fantasy VI, for instance, is like a really incredible thing. Okay, no, no. We, you said tabletop <laughs> RPGs, and then you said Final Fantasy. No, we gotta get I was out. About, this is a whole tabletop. This is a whole. Regardless, I'm very happy about The Witcher because fuck Stranger Things. Next year, we're coming for you, uh, Stranger Things. You're out of here. Finn Wolfhard, but see us on the court. Basketball. We've had quite the warm up. For the okay. main event, so I think before we talk about this game, we should hear a little bit of history about this game. On November 6, 2017, American entrepreneur and philanthropist Andrew Yang filed to run for President of the United States. The campaign began modestly, with a small staff working out of an apartment owned by Yang's mother. But the campaign's trajectory grew exponentially after Yang secured an appearance on one of the world's most popular podcasts. No, not Game Boys. 
the Joe Rogan experience. Due to his popularity online, the New York Times dubbed Yang the internet's favorite candidate. His campaign supporters, known informally as the Yang Gang, well, uh, have brought attention to his campaign through the use of memes and viral campaigning, naturally culminating on December 30th, 2019, when one Yang Gang supporter named Sam Vallely released a self-published action fighting game starring Yang himself. This week, it's Yang 2020, Pat the Presidency. Yay! Wow. Um, that was uh, epic. Well, so before we get into the game. specifics of this game, I gotta know, Bonnie, what did you think about it? Well, for, <laughs> well like, what I was saying before, it was, it's a, like, a, a real-time, like, Street Fighter fighting game, mm-hmm. um, and I'm bad at those. Yes. Like, very bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't get past... The first guy, Fred the Felon. Yeah, you're you're a pen yeah. is mightier than the sword type of video game player. You're yeah. a puzzler. I'm a puzzler. Yeah. RPG, like point and click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually speaks to my point. Point. Okay, So my number one tolerable problem with this game is that it should have been a puzzle game, right? Like Yang's whole thing is like mm. math and like thinking through things and like being a problem solving guy. Hmm, like it's like formally speaking, this game should have been a puzzle game. Like he's not a uh-huh. might makes right punch him up boy. Like hmm. that's never really been his vibe. That's a fair point. And so I would it, say, it and, so I, and it kept striking s- to me that he's like punch kick hmm. is the thing. <laughs> I would say that I can't speak obviously for the uh, the creator of the game, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's some influence because one time Yang said that he grew up playing, playing Street, Street Fighter, Fighter, and so so I think this is that influence. It's an homage to sort mm-hmm. of his 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 childhood. It's sort of a love letter to Yang himself, yeah, and, and the could, form itself has to take. He can play that. as himself and play yeah, like on. all the way up to the pre- to the Oval Office. Yeah, that'd be like if I became president and you made me a tabletop RPG. I'd be furious. <laughs> <laughs> I oh just well, I guess like just throw those notebooks in the trash. <laughs> but it is, I would say, like everything else in the in, in Yang Gang, it's very like an insider game. Yeah. So oh, when you when you play it, you're like you recognize like all the little all things. The, there's so many references. Yeah. So yeah. many references, and I was and the, this entire game just for you to like understand it you have to be very online. Because, like, there's so many little references that I was, like, kind of patting myself on the back for, like, clocking. <laughs> um, because uh, this game, narratively, takes you through his campaign. Now, I know you only saw level one. I'm terrible. Uh, but, no, I'm bad at these games, too. <laughs> and, and, and this game has no tutorial. Uh, and it right? maps to your keyboard in a fucked up idiot's fashion. <laughs> It maps to your keyboard in a wild way. Did you have okay. trouble with that? Yes, I thought it was just me. No, 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 no. no. It took me... So, it took me, I think, six tries to beat Fred the Felon, because it took me that long to figure out the controls. And yes. then I just didn't lose any of the other fights, because I learned the rules. But it's like... It, uh. it took me so long to, like, figure out, like... Like, it was crazy that, like, J is kick. Like, your movement buttons are WASD and then J is kick. Like, oh, I kind of liked it. My it, movement buttons were not WASD. Like, I found out that my A button yeah. was G. G. Yeah, yeah G. G. Oh, and so, yeah. yeah. And, and from, from the very beginning, I was like, this is a puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> In a certain kind um, of way. Um, I kind of yeah, liked the, the way it crazy. And, and But once I figured out the keyboard, I kind of actually liked what it did because it reminded me of the positioning of arcade buttons right it was the four like, and the six like the way that there's like two weird buttons up here and like some down here and like just the angles of them like it, it kind of like 
Uh, you know, I, maybe I'm being too forgiving here because it was no, confusing. I mean, it definitely but was it gave me arcade vibes. The, the Street Fighter board of yeah, you have your direction controller, and then you have light, medium, heavy, light, medium, heavy, mm-hmm. uh, like your six buttons for attack. Like it is trying to do that. Um, yeah. I will say it doesn't do a great job of mirroring that <laughs> setup, but it is trying to do that for sure. Um, but yeah, so the first. Uh, level we encounter uh, Fred, Fred the Felon, Fred, Fred the Felon yeah. um, who is uh, who is a trucker who does not believe that there's going to be robot trucks in the future, right? In the game. Yeah. He's based off a real person. Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I actually don't know this fa- game, uh, game fact. So, oh, I know. I can give you all the inside scoop. <laughs> so, Fred, uh, so, um, I don't remember which the beta was. I think it was either the third, fourth, or fifth one, uh, where the last question of the evening was, tell us about a friendship that was mm-hmm. controversial. Because oh, they, they like prompted it uh, by talking about like Ellen and mm-hmm. George W. Bush. They're like, what's the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a gamer's nightmare. <laughs> so, so they prompted about like, what's your <laughs> unlikely friendship? And yes. then he actually mentioned Fred the Felon. Yeah. Uh, before... A guy I got in a fist fight with. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred the Felon like uh, has this truck. He's a trucker yeah. that he believes in Yang's message mm-hmm. about like the automated trucks and stuff. Sure. And I'm sure plenty of truckers do. Yeah, and he actually has a truck that like he literally like outfitted it. Uh, that's like Yang or for truckers for Yang, mm-hmm. and he like drives his truck around to like everywhere that Yang goes. Wow, um, that truck would beat the shit out of the no malarkey van. Yeah. Oh, yes. Dude, okay, this yes. is a quick aside, but, like, the No Malarkey Van, they yeah. changed the branding already to the spirit for the, like, fight for the soul of the country. It's like, Joe Biden, yeah, it's like, Joe Biden, if you can't even stand up for your catchphrase for a month, how the fuck do you <laughs> think you're going to run for president? Joe, Joe Biden changes his Twitter bio every day. Yeah, it's just like, it's <laughs> on, it's... I hate that guy. So I, more, more. You guys don't like no malarkey? I mean, what says I'm in touch with the youth <laughs> yeah, besides I, that? And honestly, it seems like his vibes are full malarkey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about before. Like, he's the most malarkey of yeah, ever. Like, yeah, like the malarkey readings are going off yeah, when I scan My him. scouter breaks when I'm scanning <laughs> malarkey on Joe Biden. It's crazy. It's over 9,000 malarkey. It's way over 9,000. It's fucked. Um, Sorry. Uh, just, Boulder but, Dash. Uh, Joe Biden but yeah, so, so, he, so Fred Fett. Fe- is like a, a personal connection guy that, that he's yeah had. okay so that's great and this is story like so i would assume one. that like in the store for the purpose of the uh yeah. the video game it's you know it's like life dramatized totally. so it's like i'm sure that i didn't beat him in the game right. but i'm assuming very hard actually not an easy start no i'm like assuming that once you beat him and obviously once you beat him he's like he changes his mind he sees the way and then yes. he wants to join Yang, and, like and, that's, and that's actually a like a yeah. this is like kind of the art style is very anime, and this is uh this is a trope of that genre that like if you best someone in combat, you then begin to see eye to eye because like your mm-hmm. true selves have been exposed more. Oh, I love that. Um, it's, it's and, and so like of that idea, and then also like fighting is definitely like a metaphor for like rational debate. 
in this game. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the freedom dividend Kamehameha blast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, I couldn't um, figure out oh, how to use the thing, special. Dude. The one thing. Yeah, me too. The one thing I couldn't figure out was like once I figured out like when Fred was like, need a little backup here. And like the mm-hmm. truck just plows into Yang. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. wait, where's my special move? Yeah. How do I activate it? What do I do? The specials are very good. They're very fun. Um. The only way I've ever been able to trigger the special is just by face rolling on the on the keyboard, just like hitting every oh, button man. until something happens. Um, I believe it's holding down, right, and G, but for some reason I can like never really get that right. Um, I mean, it's but uh, it's it when it happens, like, it's sick. It's like a quarter. It's like a quarter circle punch, like the fucking um, yes, Hadouken, yes. like the Hadouken in Street Fighter. Yeah, but it's, it's like, exactly that. Guess what? You can't really fucking do on a keyboard. Goddamn quarter circle. You can't, you can't do a quarter circle. I don't have a circle. I have four arrows. Yeah, I got circles. Um, well, I don't know what kind cool of keyboard brag, you're using. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so this game then, like, I've gotten through about half of it. Um, it charts more about uh, his, his kind of his, his rise. So, like, you go on and your next is Joe Rogan. And You're fighting Joe Rogan in the yes. next one? Okay. Because again, it's yeah. about it's yeah. sort of about like coming together sure, through sure. fighting almost the, and the, through the metaphor magical debate. And Joe Rogan is a famous MMA guy. Like, yeah. like, Joe, like so that it was the, sense, it was the yeah. it was the only one that made sense. Because like I could imagine Joe Rogan like being like, Oh yeah, let's get into a quick tussle before we record. <laughs> you know? Like let's just like throw bows sure. for a second. Like, let me see what your cravat looks like. Um, Show me your waist look. But just like this, Eat this game, bug. yeah, Eat this bug, right? See, he's uh, like oh, yeah, such a wild factor, career, sure. that guy. Hell yeah, kind of a dream. He was on um, news radio, like what the was f- he? Yeah, he was on news radio, my favorite sitcom in like 1995. Like as a reoccurring, or like he was? You no, know, he was he was like, main cast on the sitcom News Radio. He's like I don't the janitor. Remember guy. him? What? My favorite part uh, about Joe Rogan yeah. is sometimes he'll be like, "Oh, my AirPods are running out of battery," and then he'll put in a second pair of AirPods. Uh, I like that. I like that he has People like a bunch rich, of People are rich, man. That's a wild flex, Joe. Well, it's because they only have like two and a half hours of battery, and the way he records his podcast, he's in there for like four hours. So plug, That's at least two AirPods. Plug in some fucking cans, dude. Oh. It's at least two AirPods. Um, but uh, yeah, so then you fight Joe Rogan, uh-huh. and like instantly for me, I'm like, this game is kind of delivering. I'm fighting Joe Rogan in a video game, <laughs> and I'm in a po- I'm in his podcasting studio. It's kind of like. It's like peak internet oh, references cool. like happening in level two. And so I was like, this game is off to a good start. That's where I uh, learned the method by which I would beat the entire game, which yes. is uh, the J-Kick has a f- broken hitbox. And so you don't have to be mm-hmm. very close to them to hit it and they fall over. So if you hit them, oh, with, if you hit them with the J-Kick and then like triple tap D and then just hit J again, by the time they're getting up before they can do anything, you just hit them again. Then you can just corner them and just keep poking them with the J kick forever, and that's, that's a how, huge hack. I never, I never got to that side of the keyboard. I, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I it's, so you guys mentioned you don't play a lot of these fighting games. I play a lot of these fighting games, um, usually on console or whatever. But like the general principles are the same. Yeah. Uh, um, well, we don't. But like for me, I, I the act of like the fights was like the least enjoyable part of it because I like yeah. I just wanted to get to the next cutscene because the cutscenes are what had all the jokes. Yes, because no, this game does have a lot of jokes, and so like oh, cool. after Joe Rogan, uh, you go on uh, Maddow. Emma, you go on Rachel Maddow, but the the network is called MSNBS. Um, <laughs> and the logo, and the logo's a little rainbow poop. 
Oh, yeah, the one was oh Rainbow Poop. Um, Do you fight Rachel Maddow? No, you no. fight Cory Booker, right? Who, yeah, Cory Booker just kind of shows up and is like, I'm here and, now. And, it, and then and they instantly like want to pay attention to Cory Booker and like not and not listen to Andrew Yeager. Oh, that's, that's too real. That's, yeah. that's a big running bit in the game is a lot of the levels are Andrew Yang is at XYZ place, sort of mm-hmm. starts doing the Yang spiel, other politician shows up, sort of hijacks the scene and then they fight yes. oh my gosh that's so real yes <laughs> no, for sure um and and what was fun for me is like okay like now this like this third level we're fighting in msnbc basically like i love that setting like yeah. and like the 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 set designs of the levels were very fun um like obviously there wasn't like a lot of like platforms or like environment things but it's still like it's a funny joke to be fighting in Joe Rogan's podcast studio. It's a funny to be fighting in MSNBC. Right. Like, I mean, that's that's there's something about that. Of all of the game, undeniably funny. Of the whole game, yeah. that's the best Street Fighter joke. Yeah. I feel like right because typically in like these fighting games, you're always like in some beautiful like Himalayan mountain or something like that, and it's like something very. Uh, real about like oh we're actually in a news a modern day news station mm-hmm. i guess that would be like very interesting I, well, had i got there yeah, i yeah. did not i really like that because like you said in street fighter um and also mortal Kombat to a lesser extent um everyone has like kind of a home level like you fight ryu mm-hmm. at the dojo like you fight blanca yeah. at like the weird brazilian house that he lives in like you fight zangief in like a weird russian bathhouse dungeon like uh-huh. everyone has like a zone that's their own yeah, um, and yes. I like that this game kind of took that idea and kind of made it sort of silly and weird <laughs> until one zone. Yes, um, there is one zone where that idea goes horribly wrong. Ooh, now, I'd love to hear about I it. I love, I love most of the jokes in this game, uh, but the what? But then we meet Elizabeth Warren, uh, and we meet her uh, on a Navajo reservation. On a Navajo <laughs> reservation. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's funny. Uh, it's funny, but I don't want to be there for more than like five seconds. And then there's a whole level there. Yeah, uh, and she says like the wildest, like most like insane, like <laughs> dude who watched like a John Wayne movie and listened to like the super racist Native American dialogue in a John oh, Wayne movie. No. That shit. There's one one line. Like, it's a like, tough level. Dude, what's there's a line like right before you fight where she's just like, "The language of the wolf is beautiful to the ones who can hear." <gasps> Oh no! Oh, and it's just like, <laughs> oh boy, that's really a fucking problem. That's the only one that I was just like. I think here's the thing. I think she should totally be dragged for that, a hundred percent. But I just didn't want to play a whole level there, and I lost to her, so I had to play the level again there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that brings up another uh, but, one of my complaints about this game, which is that when you restart a fight, you have to watch the entire preceding cutscene. Yeah, you can't like. It doesn't start. Um, it doesn't restart at the beginning of the fight. It restarts at the whole like, here's where I am, and here's why we're fighting. And it's just like I already right. saw all these jokes. Like I don't. For for me, there is a, a high level of forgivability on like on like certain functionalities of the game, simply because it's made by one dude and it's so current. It's like talking about events that happened like a month and a half ago. Yeah, no, like as, at times as like, like a single person's effort at making a piece of like video game like news commentary art stuff it's like very impressive 
it's it, just because it's like so up to date. Like, I mean, literally, like another joke that I love, and mm-hmm. I'll get I'll get back to a joke I like. Um, is there's like those string they have there's like this all the pictures of all the candidates that are running, and they each have their own kind of like anime type version of them. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Biden. Uh, it has one and his eye is red oh. um, based on that moment where his like eye burst on screen. But I only feel like a hundred thousand people maybe know that happens. Like, a lot unless of people you're, like, have totally forgotten about it and a lot of people never Unless you're it. super online, you like won't even get that joke. But there's like so many little jokes like that. Like yeah. this guy is just referencing so much stuff. And it's also a nice little double anime reference because like the fucked up one evil eye thing is such a classic yeah. anime villain look. Mm-hmm. Like it's really smart. You also have to fight uh, in between Booker and Warren, uh, you fight uh, Bernie Sanders. Sure. That was the bummerest level for me. Um, but I kicked the shit out of that old nerd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we <laughs> Where did. was Bernie Sanders set? He's just told, his is, actually, interestingly, his is the only one that, only politician who doesn't do the whole, like, well, okay, Elizabeth Warren doesn't do the whole hijacking the narrative thing, but that's because hers is just weird and racist. Um, but the Bernie Sanders one, um, is Yang shows up at a Bernie Sanders rally and like challenges and like, then they get into a fight there. Yeah. And I think the rally is like in front of the Lincoln monument. It's in front of the Lincoln Memorial. But that one's also interesting because like, that's also like the most convivial confrontation. Yes. They they both are like, "Ah, I see you and I see you. Yeah. Like I see your deal. I see your deal. And you fight. And then afterwards, Bernie's like, wow, you can really compete with me and my stamina. And then Yang's like, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and then Yang's like, "Look, I respect your stamina, but I gotta get this presidency, baby, or whatever." And so, it's like, that's like the most convivial one, which I think is kind that's of that's totally real. Yeah, which yeah. I think is like like culturally and conceptually telling because it's like it is pretty true that like of all the candidates, there's like the most sort of ideological crossover there. Um, and mm-hmm. and and then Bernie asks Yang at the very end, like, "Tell me in the fight." Did you feel my burn? <laughs> and I don't know if that's like a penis joke. Like, if it's, I don't know what it is. I mean, he should probably get that checked out. Yeah, yeah. There is an S. There yeah. is an S. I think Yang actually does make an STD joke about feel the burn. I think in the, I think in the game. Bernie. I think they have the Bernie character say the joke. I think it's something to do with like I feel the burn all the time when I yeah. when I'm doing like when I'm like running or when I'm speaking well, or when I go to the bathroom. Maybe. Maybe Yang should have been like, I absorb the burn because we mm-hmm. are absorbing a lot of bur- former burners. Yeah, no, Yang there. is super. Yeah. What I'll say is Yang is super chill in this game. Like, I think it actually depicts like Yang's demeanor really well in the game because he's just kind of like, you know, I don't, I, 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 have this idea, and I, and you know, and I'm willing to disagree with you, but and he does it like a polite way, and then he like gets into the fights, but he's like a very polite guy, and I think what sometimes like political fanatics do with like a character like uh, or a candidate is like blow them up into like a god or like a hero but like this like this depiction of yang isn't like a superman who's like destined to save everyone like they get who yang is he's like this chill guy (laughs) um talk shit on the bernie campaign for a second even though i love it and and i'm a big supporter one thing i don't like is a lot of bernie supporters who like sort of deify or like idolize bernie as a dude because, like, yes. the dude has made it very clear, like, he himself and his campaign and people around him are like, it, this. it's not about this dude. It's about, like, mobilizing, mm-hmm. like, a progressive leftist movement in America because that's what matters. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to do. But there's so many people on, like, your various, like, Bernie's dank meme stash or whatever who are just like, Daddy Bernie, mm-hmm. big hero, big muscle buff boy. <laughs> and it's like you're missing the whole point of everything. And I like that this game really made it, like, it, he's just the guy. 
Like he's not please, like a special. Please do not invoke the wrath of Bernie's dank meme stash. Wait, please. so you mean like the the game actually represented Yang as like a person, not like some Asian caricature? <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. yes? It's that's nice. what I'm hearing. It's, it's, it's nice. neither it's neither an Asian caricature <laughs> nor great. like a weird superhero. He's just like a guy, and it's like and he's still an anime, which is amazing. Yeah. Right, which is yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. well done. That's another thing. Yeah, so it's like I really do like the portrayal of him uh, in the game. Uh, but uh, how does this game end, Lux? Because I didn't make. All right, so then you fight, uh, after Warren, you fight Buttigieg. Um, oh, jeez. And the Buttigieg one is very funny. Wine cave? Is it a wine cave? Is it no, in a wine cave? No, I it's have on no. Unfortunately, not, it's, that happened too recently. No, ah, it's on, um, dang it. It's on, it's during one of the debates. It's very funny, though, because it does really is nail Buttigieg to the wall no, in the sense that the whole bit is that Yang keeps talking about, like, the Freedom Dividend and, like, other projects. And then Buttigieg just keeps, like, interrupting to be like, I have this other idea, and then saying the same thing in different words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like they get into a fight about that and then you win then you fight Biden who is also very funny because all of Biden's dialogue is like gibberish oh no oh no <laughs> Where he's just like, he's just like, no. uh, like Yang mentions like the fourth industrial revolution and Biden's like well fourth industrial revolution my dad said that when I was a kid and so first you got one and that's that there were six of us and we were working really hard and then two is that it's important to remember that you need uh, money to do anything and that brings me back to number one and it was just like this nonsense ramble for like oh several oh my god like, <laughs> Biden's super uh, should have been like summon corn pop or something like that yeah. to, oh to they did make a it. joke about um, the whole thing where he was like poor people and white people should be equal which was very funny oh Jesus um, um, yeah. and then so what happens uh, so get then us then through you this Biden, and then you fight yeah. then you fight Trump because you win the election you beat Biden you win the election and okay. then, Trump, yes. then Trump refuses to give up the White House so you, of course. So you have to go fight Trump. Sure. Um, uh-huh. You do that. And then at the end, Trump sort of submits. And then the only real like weird bit that happens is that Yang is like, all right, you got to leave. And Trump's like, let me clear out the desk. And then Yang's like, okay. And then Trump goes and comes back with like a gross looking orange. And Yang is like, what is that? And Trump's like, it's an orange. I like orange. And then just like leaves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is a surreal bit, and then just like cuts. Was it the orange of the story? Very surreal. It's just like an orange. Maybe it's just an. It was the oranges of the story. A what? Do you remember? Do you guys remember that? No. When he was trying to say origins, oh. he kept saying the oranges of the story. Oh, maybe that is what it was. Uh, he barely ever makes words correctly, so yeah, he's... I don't even. I can't even keep up anymore. But yeah, so then it just cuts to like Yang at the presidential desk, and he's like smiling, and then like credits. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it was totally a fine ending. I wish I could have hit him with the... I could have figured out how to do the special and hit him with the Kamehameha, but whatever. I mean, that's my life. Now, what was the special? Yeah. It, what was Yang special? I think Yang special is supposed to be like this like Kamehameha wave it's, of like freedom It's the freedom dividend. dividend. Nice. It's the free... He goes, freedom dividend! And it's oh. pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I like that one. But overall, I feel like this is uh, a far more work than your average... Uh, political game uh, the last political game that i remember was uh back during the george bush presidency there was a game called like bush shootout or something and like <laughs> terrorists like attack the white house and like you have uh-huh. to like shoot them and like the second player can be condoleezza rice very pro bush actually upon reflection there was definitely um, a weird obama one i think but i can't remember. yeah and there was an obama one too but uh i feel like this game um is far more interesting and has a lot more to say about the times we're living in. Uh, So I think it was great. Thank you for coming. And we'll give our final thoughts right after this commercial break. 
Hey there, Internet. Welcome back to the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is always Griffin Davis, and your guest is still Bonnie He, and we are still talking about Yang 2020 Path to the Presidency. Now is the part of the show where we rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. We will go in a circle, start with Bonnie, because you are our guest, and we will give our final thoughts on this game and rate it on a scale from one to five joysticks. Bonnie, take it away. I liked what I played. Um, I think I would give it a four because I found the keyboards a little bit confusing, but I mm-hmm. feel like if I had more time to like figure that out. You guys were saying it's more like uh, the old Street Fighter arcade things, which I yeah. never also played. <laughs> so I think I have to do like a little bit more extra work on my part to yeah. like get through the game. One time I was pretty close, though, to beating Fred. Incredible. But then the timer ran out. Ooh. So oh. I didn't beat him. Wow. You were kind of dodging out. a lot. It was so close. You were kind of like hiding and yeah. dodging from him. No, I, I didn't even, I couldn't even figure out like forward and back. I was mm. just like, come to me. Come to, <laughs> come into my kick. Come into my kick. <laughs> come into my kick. <laughs> that's good. Um, well, yeah, that's a, that's a solid score. Uh, and uh, I bet over the next couple of weeks, if you are curious how this game ends, someone will like upload the whole playthrough on YouTube. YouTube so you can like see other levels all right Griffin Griffin what do you think uh you know uh for me uh I thought that this game I was surprised at how many jokes this game had um I I and I liked most of them I liked how very online this this game was um sometimes it feels like there's so many little things you hear in the news but who's how many people do you know in your real life that you can actually talk about that I saw Joe Biden's eye explode or uh, some weird thing that happened on MSNBC. Like, I don't know. Like, I just felt a little bit, I'm not a Yang supporter, but I did feel a little bit seen. Like, oh yeah, there are weirdos and we're all, we're all watching this shit happen. Uh, so something about that was cool. I was very impressed by how up to date it was. Like, really current. You know, like this wasn't just like, Andrew Yang is awesome. And it, there was like, every level was like charting the story and narrative of his campaign as it gained momentum. Um, I, I, I love all the anime influences. And I was uh, impressed with just like, what, not the controls of the fighting, because those were pretty difficult, uh, but the look of each level, like the animation and stuff for like one guy to do all that um, was really cool. And I, and I really liked all the, all the sets and stuff. Um, there, there was a few, uh, a few moments that made me cringe, but overall I had a fun time playing this game. I'm going to give it a solid three out of five joysticks for, for what it is, which is an independent political game. All right. Um, that leaves me. Um, so I think as like an art project that one person did and they worked really hard on, it's very impressive. But Griffin, there's a question you didn't ask during this episode. So I'd like you to ask me now. Ask me how them sticks feel. We talked a little bit about it. How do the sticks feel? Fucking terrible. <laughs> Fucking abysmal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The movement is crazy. The hitboxes are nonsense. The <laughs> timings are are gibberish. Like it's it's like it's like if you made a bad version of Mortal Kombat that looks like a bad version of Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Three. Um, which like if which to be fair, one guy making that is mind-bendingly impressive. But yeah, because a polished a polished Andrew Yang game would come out a year and a half from now. Totally, like, no, I'm not. It, like, I'm not trying to like that's that's the difficult balance of this, right? Is that like yeah, I that's still why I gave to, it such a I high score. Had to play the game, 
Yeah, um, that's true. And that's true. where the problem arises, right? Like, as, like, <laughs> as, like, a concept, like, the, it's a really fucking impressive work. And for one person to do this, even to have it come out like mm-hmm. a janky fighter is, like, really fucking impressive because fighters are really mm-hmm. hard to make because, like, hitboxes are complicated. Um, but it was very frustrating to play. And the fact that the only <laughs> way that I could beat anyone was by fucking spamming kick and cornering them was <laughs> maddening. Um, but that said, I am really impressed with the work they put into it. The writing of the bits, whether I, you know, like the bits or agree with the bits or not, like the writing therein was very funny and very well done. Yeah. And you kind um, of have to give points just for like political activism. Yeah, right? totally. I and mean, I really like, like the this spirit is, of the game. Like I really like, like this is more work than most voters do for a campaign. And he's not even American. He's a, That's crazy. he's, he's Scottish. He lives in Scotland. Whoa. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I just found. So he made his game and he actually can't even donate to the campaign. Well, well, that's can you not donate if you're in Scotland? Uh, if if you can only donate if you're a citizen, you're a citizen. Okay, interesting. The rules. But yeah, so here's my thing. Um, everything around the fight scenes, both within the game and like within the context of creating the game, like fucking rad. Like mm-hmm. at least a four out of four out of five. The fight scenes themselves are terrible. So I'm going to give this game a two and a half out of five, a slightly lower score than you, Griffin. Because you averaged it. Because mm-hmm. I really, I'm like really impressed with the thing itself, but I just like really didn't mm-hmm. have fun playing the game, and I like to have fun when I play video games. Sure, um, sure. That's one of my rules about whether or not uh-huh. I like a game is if I have fun. Um, but I was impressed. Oh with yeah, it, man. that's I was, a hard. I was role. like a project. I was really fucking impressed that one guy did that. I mean, it's no, it's not like Toby Fox making Undertale or something, but it was like no, so really I mean, fucking impressive. And but Toby Fox took like probably three years to make that. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, um, but, but this just goes to show once again that like Yang's campaign is just like doing things differently and like, there's probably going to be a lot more political video games in the future. Like he really just like, he sets, he sets like a new way of doing politics and if politics involve gaming, hell yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> I mean Yang Yang's passionate yeah. for sure. I mean, I yeah, definitely that's like, have really hated a lot of the 2020 election, the primaries and the run up and all this bullshit, but I will say that between the Yang and Bernie campaigns, it has really changed the way that politics stuff works in a really mm-hmm. interesting way that definitely seems to be like for the better, which has been like very exciting to watch. Like you can campaign on Twitch and you can make a video game about your candidate and you can like just make some weird memes or weird videos and they like matter in a way that like the oh, establishment man, like, didn't understand. We rule the memes. We have so many memes. Yeah, <laughs> they do. You do. Yeah. You do. Well, uh, Bonnie, you've been an incredible guest uh, and an incredible, uh, uh, you know, um, surrogate for Yang to the gaming community. Oh, geez. I'm a terrible <laughs> surrogate. Um, uh, abort. Do, do you have anything uh, to plug that's coming up? Comedy or politics or anything else? Yes. So uh, I am a physical comedian and I have a show called A Terrible Show for Terrible People, which I'm planning to put up at the Hollywood Fringe Festival this upcoming June of 2020. Um, And the show is basically like 45 minutes where I say two words. Mm So that should be interesting. It's really clowning. And, and what are those two words? Is that are, are, are those dead giveaway? Find out. Oh, what? Could you give us one of the words? No. The, no. Okay. It is. It is actually clowning. But if I said clowning, a lot of people like. It's like clowning in the sense of like it's a European style. Yeah, it's like Commedia dell'arte white clown. Yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. like uh, your Lucille Balls or your okay. uh, Charlie Chaplin's or mm-hmm. uh, Buster Keaton that type of thing. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's cool. That's super rad. Uh, great. And, and, if, and if someone wants to, is there anything like any 
like if someone like was inspired by this video game or anything you said like what could they do to like support andrew yang Oh, hell yeah. They should go to yang2020.com. Um, he has over 160 policies. Like, I mean, everyone knows him as the freedom dividend guy. He wants to give everyone $1,000. But he's, like, really thought out so many other things in every aspect of life. Like, the one of the reasons that I like him the most is because he really emphasizes that it's not about economic value. It's mm-hmm. about human value. And, like, he really... The $1,000 isn't just so, you know, like you can't make ends meet with that, but it's to give you freedom to like, for instance, become an artist. Because as an artist, you contribute so much Mm -hmm. to society and to culture. Um, So I really respect that, which is why I threw a comedy show fundraiser for him like mm-hmm. just um on the 22nd they did a um sort of like fireside chat mm-hmm. sh- variety show with all the other candidates and yeah. i actually played like on yang's side oh great so that's, that's awesome. that was kind of fun cool cool well check all that stuff out as for me uh there if you're listening to this this coming thursday at a new time slot welcome back to 2020 season of nobody yelled me it's our first show of the new year we have stand up from peter kim we have uh character comedian hannah pilks coming on uh they're both insanely funny and i'm excited to see them do funny stuff around my bad sketches so it's gonna be great thursday pack theater 9 p.m there's an event bright check out not even a show it's fun we prank the alt-right on the internet go not even a show on youtube that's super duper fun um, mm-hmm. And oh. the fucking uh, PWR shirts are fucking ill. So check out PWR.website uh, and go click on the shop to check out our Big Cartel page because they look fucking excellent. There we go. Um, and okay. you know what? Actually, I'll plug, I'll plug Rory. Check out Rory Blank Comics on Facebook because that guy's trying to quit his job and he's very, very close to making enough money to quit his job and he deserves it. Wow. His comics are good. Nice. Um, and that's going to do it for us this week. My name is Lux. I am your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis, your guest, Ben Bonnie. He, your editor, producer, is Haley Clement, your international music by Matthew Moore, your artist by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. And will you say Bye. will you say the name of the game right now? Yang 2020, Path to Presidency.